So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. We'll cover each year of this amazing event one by one, picking through the bones and uncovering its past. So join us now as we open another tomb inside the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Welcome to this episode of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. I am Matt. Joining and joining me, that was a terrible segue, and joining me as usual is my co-host and good friend, Quint. Hello, how you doing? And this special episode, is, actually it is a special episode, it'll be short, sweet, and it's a lead-in to 25, Halloween Horror Nights 25, it's finally upon us, it's actually tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day of release, it starts tomorrow, and we wanted to just take just a little time here to look back at what our top five favorite memories before 25 of Halloween Hard Nights has been and then see what we get to top that this year because I think it's a lot of these memories and a lot of these experiences are going to be top. So we're just going to take a few minutes here before the entire 30 night event begins to go down five through one, our top five memories of Halloween Hard Nights pasts. So I think you've got a lot more material to draw on than me, which is, you know, I, I'm more interested in your list than than anybody should be in my list. So because you've got, you know, years and years of it. I've got four years. Well, it's really funny that you say that, actually. I was while we were before we started recording and you mentioned something about that. I looked at my notes and noticed that three of the five are since 21, which I think hmm. I think has to do with. Not, I don't think it has. What I want to try, I don't think it's saying that those years are particularly better events than any of the others. I think that has a lot to do with, well, you and I started going, we started taking friends and started to go with more of a crowd that really wanted to get the most at an event. You're just really saying that it's all about going with me. (laughs) No, not really. I'm saying it's about not going with my wife. Which is oh, actually uh, worse now that I said that. <laughs> now my my point is like I'd, I'd go with my wife, which is when I'm not saying that was a ever a bad thing. It's just she was when it was time to when she was done, we were it was time to go. Now I'm going with people that want to spend every minute. The gates are open at this, and I think that really has enhanced the experience over these past few years. I'm I'm sure that going with somebody that's into it is much more fun than going with somebody who's who's just tolerating your <laughs> pretty your much session. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, with that being said, I'll start off with number five. Now, number five does go back to when her and I were going, and she was still enjoying it. She, it hasn't hadn't grown. I, I never I wouldn't say it grew old for her. Just she hadn't decided not to go anymore, so she was still enjoying it. It's 2007, and I cannot pinpoint. One thing, I, I most of my, well, at least I should say my last three are specific moments, but I could not pinpoint something for number five for 2007 because it's the Carnival of Carnage. I can't say enough about it, even though we haven't even got to that year yet. But if I had to specify, it would have to be seeing Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface in the flesh. I mean, these are my horror icons growing up, particularly Freddy and Jason. 
Yeah, we we talked about that on one of our episodes. Yep. How how big they are. Yep, we did. And and not only was it was, uh, what do I what do I want to say? It's it, the entire the, those three were the headliners. Jack was a big part of Carnival and Carnage. This to me was just like. It's really dangerous for me to say this is the pinnacle of it because I, I, that's not fair because there's a lot of high points. This is my favorite year, and there's just not. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just sometimes things that just that just talk to you or touch you that are they just make that experience so much stronger than than the other ones. It doesn't mean doesn't degrade the other ones any. It's just that one is just that much stronger. Exactly. So that you that's that's what I'm trying to say. So I will say my number 5 is having gone to the Carnival of Carnage. So my number 5 is so my top 5 like we talked about at the just before we started recording, my top five is I took one out of every all of the four years that I've been to, and then I doubled one as my top ultimate favorite. And it's funny that it actually goes in descending order. Okay. <laughs> for me. So my fifth is Halloween Horror Nights 24. Last year, the Walking Dead House. Okay. Maze. Yeah. Um, and the reason for this is that I saw a ton of walking dead stuff in the three years that they did walking dead for me and i was a lot of it was good some some parts of it i wasn't actually watching walking dead yet so it kind of fell flat for me and this was just kind of like oh my god they hit everything so perfect and i had just finished binge walk binge watching all the way up to end of walking dead and so going through that maze at that point in time was just really cool nice yep that was yeah. Uh, I would say more than uh, did I, I. I think maybe the first Walking Dead year I hadn't seen Walking Dead yet, but I certainly had the ne- the following years. And whether or not I'd seen the the first year or not, I don't think really matters. Is that I, I don't think they hit the uh, what I want to say the the moments from the show as well as they did last year. No, I don't think so either. And and the only thing that I liked. I would have liked a lot more had I been into the walking dead at the time was when they basically turned the entire park into scenes from the walking dead. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was that, I, when, when all of the scare zones were walking dead, I was kind of disappointed that year because the scare zones to me were not that great because I hadn't been watching walking dead. Not even the, Yeah. I mean, that, that certainly takes away from it, but this was before the walkers like started getting more mobile so they were they were yeah. they were imitating the walkers from the first two seasons which were slow and boring yeah. and not real aggressive yet they weren't aggressive they hadn't become that herd thing yeah, yet. They, yeah. You know, there's there's none of that stuff yet yep. but they did have the tank and they did have the yeah, car that's true. Yep, yep. So there was trade-offs yep yeah but anyway true. that's number five okay uh my number four my now my number four goes all the way back to the beginning and it's that moment so well for the year for me it's 1999 it's last gas i'm there with my wife and it's that moment where you walk in and you've heard about halloween hard nights you have an expectation in your head and then you see it and then just everything becomes clear and overwhelming and it's one of those moments that i remember experiencing the moment but i can't tell you any details about it because there's so much going on Mm-hmm. There's so much to take in. I just I remember that experience, but I was like, I I have bits and pieces and flashes until things finally evened out after we had walked past the entrance 
through the first care zone. And I think at this point, if I remember right, to the parade. So that it's that right. moment of complete, almost disorientation, but in a good way. Sensory overload. Sensory overload, yes. So my initial Halloween Horror Nights sensory overload in 1999 is my number four going in. Great pick. Cool. Thanks. So my number four is Halloween Horror Nights number 23. Okay. And this um, particular one, <clears throat> we went with um, with our friend Joe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I didn't know Joe. Well, I was just getting to know Joe fairly well at that point. And... I have to pick the Evil Dead just because it was the best non-employee line I ever, ever heard. <laughs> it was so good. And, I mean, the Evil Dead house, it, maze itself was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It was really, really good. But we went through that, and we came out of it uh, laughing and, and scared all at the same time and just having so much fun. And we just... We walked past this group of, of people, and he he came out with this line, and I'm not going to say it because it's <laughs> right? really, really terribly un PC and, and horrible, but it was so funny at the time, and we were just laughing for like I think the next half hour we were laughing about this, and it, it was just such a great experience. Those uh, the scares and the laughter and the humor, and then walking into you know a, a scare zone and, and getting scared again, but still laughing was just such great. Uh, I, my brain just didn't know what to do, right? Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't want to say the line either, but you're right. That whole going through, and it was like one of those houses that we had low expectations of and were blown away by how mm-hmm. how accurate it was to the movie, how great the detail was, how how much we liked it. And then, yeah, for Joe to hit at us with a punchline that we weren't uh, expecting just capped yeah. that whole experience off. Yeah, and and like like I said, that that all that adrenaline from being scared, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got all that laughter going through you at the same time, and then you're walking into stuff where you're still getting scared and still laughing was just those two, uh, you know, conflicting emotions yes, right, at yep. the same time. It's just what was what made that moment really really cool. Yep. Oddly enough, leading into my number three, it's also from Halloween Horror Nights twenty three, and it's also a moment with Joe. Uh-huh. And this is one that barely has anything to do with Halloween Horror Nights, but it wouldn't have happened anywhere else. And it's another one that was just so funny. And it's I don't think anyone else experienced this with us because it was us three. And who knows is this if this has happened to anybody else either. But this is what happened. We, we had taken a break at the time. Joe smoked. So we took a break so he could grab a cigarette. He sat down on the curb. We're talking. And unknowingly, he sat down in front of one of those fog machines. On the fog machine. On the fog machine. And as he's smoking, the thing goes off for like a good five, ten seconds. And the three of us are all engulfed in fog. And, and it's coming right between right. his legs. And that's that's funny enough, but then when it cleared, he's sitting there with the cigarette in his mouth and he takes it out and lowers it and goes, I'm sorry, is my smoke bothering you? <laughs> it was perfect. Like I said, that barely has anything to do with Halloween Horror Nights, but it wouldn't have happened had we not all gone to Halloween Horror Nights. Yep. I, I agree. I was, I, that was actually on my list, but I, I still thought that the line coming <laughs> yeah, right. out of the Evil Dead was just, just topped it by just a tiny bit. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you included that on there because, yeah, it was kind of a toss-up from for me, too. Yeah. It was hard for me to include it without saying the line, but I figured I that between the two of us, we would convey that it was, it was yep. uh, yeah. Um, so well, I think that, the experience, just to just to elaborate, I think anyone that's been to Halloween Hard Nights, the experience you described without saying the line, I think everybody 
gets to experience that at one point when they go with friends. So it's yes. not necessarily need to know the line, but conveying the experience, no. which you did well, I think a lot of people can relate to. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's just such a, and, and that's what, I think that's one of the, the great things about Halloween Horror Nights is all of the conflicting emotions and, and things that go through you from, you know, through the period of six hours. It's just, you know, by the end of the night, you're just mentally and emotionally drained yes. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my number three is is kind of weird. Um, it's Halloween Horror Nights 22. Um, and this was the dead end maze and it wasn't really that interesting of a maze for me. It was good. It was fine. I don't remember a whole lot of details except for the lady in front of me. (laughs) And this was the maze where I was leaning forward and just whispering to the lady in front of me. And every time we were going and I could see like something going on or something coming, I would just lean forward and whisper, they're coming for you. (laughs) And, And she would just keep jumping and looking at me and just like, and I know that I made that maze incredibly a a whole lot better for her. Yeah. Just because I could see how much she was enjoying, but hating me. And by the end of the maze, she had a big shit, any, any uh, shit, (laughs) any grin on her face as she left the maze and gave me the finger. It was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that was, I I finally got to participate a little bit from the other side. That was fun. Uh, Yeah. I remember uh, you actually having to turn away and laugh at towards me because yes. your your laughing was harder than your whispering and you were just going to like blow her eardrums out because you were just but it just kept getting worse and worse you couldn't barely even strain yourself it was awesome it was it was so much fun <laughs> and and like i said you know she was having a lot of fun with it and she had the biggest grin on her face when she gave me the finger <laughs> <laughs> nice Oh yeah, we got we got a couple of new people going with us this year. We'll probably be fucking with oh, that, that extent as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number two is just last year, and it's something we've talked about a couple of times. And it's when you and I had we had brought Dave for the first time, who's joining us again this year, and we had gone through the Halloween maze. And mm-hmm. I remember loving the details, picking out things in the movie. It, it the the we were we got through what we thought was the maze and we were the second we stepped foot we're talking about how much we loved it and talking about like just recapping like the second we walk out the door we're recapping how much we we like what we liked about that maze in detail At, we're in the mid conversation and that music that that almost screeching music and a mike myers pops out like 20 feet from the exit of the maze it's like a last hidden mike myers and we all jumped and dave shoots across us like i know shooting across traffic <laughs> like it was just he just was like 10 feet away to one side and then we all just looked at each other and lost it again it was it was i've never got i've been never gotten that good ever in any that amaze scare zone anywhere that's the best anyone has ever gotten me it was that night and it got all and that wasn't just me they got the three of us in one shot oh yeah, oh, yeah. it yeah. was like all three of us were just dave but dave was almost squealing like a little girl and shifted yeah. over as fast as he could. Yeah. It was just, oh, yeah, but it scared the crap out of all of us. Oh, yeah. Us. Props uh, to that character. Oh, he yeah. was, yeah, he was doing a great job. Yep. It's like there there was no, and, and the thing is, he just faded right back, and you couldn't see him. 
I mean, yeah. I, I know that they've got these these things, but he just it was just like this quick fade out for him. And it was like you could tell when he hit the next people because it was like 20 feet behind us. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I remember the attendant the, because there's always the uh, when you have outside characters like that, there's a attendant all in black. And he was even laughing at that three middle aged men jumping out of their skins <laughs> like that. Yeah, he well, thought he got a kick out of it, too. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that, I think that's probably the highlight of their day, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> is that, that I just dealt with 2,000 <laughs> assholes that made a snide yeah. comment as they walked by and finally got somebody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. That brings me to my number four. My number four goes back to Halloween Horror Four or two. Uh, if two. we're counting down. Sorry. Okay. All right. Then wait a minute. I went the wrong direction. <laughs> I went the wrong way. No, this this brings me down to my number two, which is Halloween Horror Nights 21. As I said, I'm going descending order. Yep. Okay. Um, it just worked out that way. Um, Winter's Night. Oh, yeah. Uh, this maze was incredible for me because this was the this wasn't my first maze uh, saws and steam we've talked about was my first maze and it was i was blown away by it but this one was the first one where i really got that entire how much they entirely sort of use all of your senses they they use your sense of touch just with the cold that that cold and the snow coming down on you and all of that stuff was just so cool and so creepy as you went through it um yeah and and uh, forever after that every time they do a winter maze i, I love it so yes. i think yes that is definitely my number two yeah so body collectors uh yeah. recollection or yeah recollection recollection whatever you want to call it should be pretty who the hell cares it's it's um shady brook in the winter <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh, yeah now yeah i remember the snow the cold and i also remember you can tell when you have two guys that have worked worked large-scale projects the way we have because after we talked about how awesome the maze was the next question was how much you think how much you think it cost to cool that whole room yeah, no what, what's what cubic footage this that and the other thing are they doing i'm like we start we go from the the fun the excitement the art into the technical stuff that really you know i mean yes it does have something to do with it but who, who's walking out there thinking about you know cubic foot of cooling power and all that shit so right all right yep okay number Down to your one. number one number one this is a story i tell all the time and this is not uh, for any kind of advertising or anything i mean we say all the time express pass is worth it every penny i i, I think i every visit to halloween horror nights i that's the first thing i post on my way to the car that long walk to the park yeah. on facebook anyone that's going to halloween horror nights i can't say this enough fast pass is worth it and this is the story i tell to back that up halloween horror nights 21 this is actually the first time i ever bought express pass otherwise i just go multiple nights and go to just a couple things and get everything in yeah this was the first night i brought you we had found out as we're walking to the gate my wife had called me and said oh by the way it's this like school special night all these all the area schools got a special discount and we quickly noticed we were outnumbered like 300 to 1 teenagers to anyone over 30 they were mostly they were mostly eight teenagers, yeah, right? Right, yeah, yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking. <laughs> right, so we walked in, and we walked right up to the express cart. Anyone that's ever been to Universal Studios knows this express pass cart because you you can't not walk by it to get in the park, and that is the one we went to. The, well, we actually walked just past it, and then and you walked said, back. "You know what? 
fuck this. Yeah. I, we're getting fat. We're getting express passes. I'm like, yep. uh, okay. He's like, I don't even know what budget you pulled that out of. He's, <laughs> you know what? I got some cash. I know I've got it stashed away. We're just going to get express passes because I want you to see everything. Right. Because night of pricing is oh so reasonable, especially when you're yeah. surrounded by thousands of teenagers. They don't, the prices don't actually jack up or anything. Well, the benefit of that, that it was thousands of teenagers, was that they none really of them were buying them. Right? Yeah. Actually, that's not true. They don't jack up the prices for that. They're the same price. The only disadvantage was paying tax because I wasn't buying it online. But oh, well, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that till following year. But that really has nothing to do with the story. The point is, we get our we get our express passes and we go to a couple houses, stalls and steam first. Yeah. Uh, we walk right in and these are how we, we are going them as we hit them. So these are first off. We don't really see the lines when we get to the in-between. Now we're over in the parade building in the tent area and where there's all those queue lines that are out in the open. The second we made that corner and saw literally thousands of people in the regular line and then walked right well, by them. It's yeah. We walked right by them. Then we walked right up to the rope where they had just let a group in. They're waiting for it to thin out a little bit. So we're standing four feet away from the. We're the first people in the express line. We're four feet away from the people in the regular line. And I look at you and say, "Damn, this maze was worth the express pass alone." The guy across from us in the regular line says, <laughs> "I bet I've been in this line for three hours." Yeah. Yeah. When he said that, I knew we would never, ever be able to go without Express Pass ever again in our lifetime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, especially for me, when I I only go one That's night a year. Exactly. This is the reason I bought it. Because, I mean, me, I, I would go, I'd just keep going until I got into everything. But you didn't have yeah. that. So we had to get that done. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. it was And it was worth every penny yep. that I paid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we haven't mentioned it before, uh, my, my tickets to the night and my fast passes to the night are my christmas presents yes, so yep. <laughs> i don't typically pay a whole lot for them. exactly right oh <laughs> uh, but that was like one of those uncomfortable moments when he chimed in we just kind of like uh, just kind of like yeah. we turned to the side so we didn't have to look at him anymore yeah. just waited like come on let us in let us get us away from this guy so, <laughs> and the funny part was that they let us in before him i know i know that was the that was like the real slap in the face to him was oh. and I felt so bad for the I guy. I know. And uh, again, not necessarily anything to do with what happened at the event, but man alive, was that a, that, that changed, but that, I, that's super significant because it changed the event for me forever because regardless of the, the cost, it costs just for one of them. It's, it's so worth, it's just, I can't <laughs> I emphasize how worth it it is. And that's, that is a story that I tell to express that. So my number one comes in about, two hours and 45 minutes before that okay um and you kind of took my thunder with num- your number four because this was my first experience with halloween horror nights. Uh, okay all right and we walked in and we walked by the bars and we got at the express pass and we did all that stuff and i'm like yeah, all right so they halloween this place up a bit and we walk into acid assault <laughs> and there's a <laughs> car turned over and burning and the chainsaw uh the chainsaw drill team is like scaring the crap out of people and the characters are running after people and it's just like grand mayhem and they're and i'm like they're doing oh. that 3d mapping projection so the buildings are falling down and i'm like oh my god i'm home <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? It's that sensory overload of holy fuck, what the hell did I just walk into? As still the best 
best moment that I can remember from Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Acid Assault uh, on, you know, on a level of of awesome scare zones, Acid Assault was pretty good, but it's nowhere like near the, the top of my list. But it is the top of my list simply because it was the first thing I saw and that they had that that car burning. And, and this forever imprinted in my head that that overturned car. It's <laughs> yeah. like just burned into my brain. Yeah. And like the uh, it was fantastic. It was just like, oh, my God, this is what you meant. Yeah. The the first experience is. Yeah, that's something special, and I mean, not not saying that mine is shouldn't be number one. It's just it's, it's yeah, I've done you so know, many things in the event. It's it's. I'm sure that as I go to more and more of these, it will become you know less on on my top list. But right now, on the top five, it's still there. It's just that that searing imprint yeah. in my brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that is the top five. Now, I am going to, I didn't write this question down, but I don't even think I have an answer, but I'm going to pose it anyway. Do you even have a random prediction of what might be at the top of the list after 25, based on what we know? Yeah, um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so, huh. They have that massive scare zone this year. Yeah. That that might be it. But I'm actually going to go with the um, Scary Tales Steampunk. Oh, okay. I, I think that I have mediocre hopes for that. And I think that's going to actually just blow us away. Because just because of how you talk about uh, the, the Scary Tales stuff, I have never seen really Scary Tales. So I'm like, eh. And I think that's going to be the one that, that really surprises me and, and blows my socks off. Okay. I think I, after our episode before this, I'm thinking the uh, body collectors versus this, the uh, Shady Brick Asylum, the Psycho Scarapian mates might be. That's close. Might be uh, yeah something to remember for me. We'll 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 see. I've heard other rumors. I'm I'm not even. It's so close. It's like okay yeah. Uh, Rumors are great, but there's no sense in paying any attention to them or forwarding them to you at this point because no, we're no. going to know soon enough. So exactly. So and, I, and I'd rather have your firsthand uh, impressions of them than than getting like some rumor from the internet. Although what I do have to do, which I've never taken advantage of, I'm going to see if I can spend a little more time in the icon scare zone and get some good pictures. Um, I'm not sure. I took some face off pictures, but I didn't take any any kind of. I took I I took a picture and moved on. I didn't really try real hard to take pictures, good pictures, or certainly any selfies. Maybe I'll try a little harder and get, maybe get some character interaction on our recordings as well because those are those characters are going to be in character. So that's that's an yeah. opportunity I've never taken before. Not that it wasn't there; it was always there. I just never took it. So maybe that's something I can work yeah. on this year. I'm certainly going enough to figure it out. Yeah, and I mean. The night we're going together, we'll have enough recording gear to pick up <laughs> right, yeah. pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So that that is our lead-in. It is on. Chances are, even if you're listening to this, it's already on. There's a good chance you may have gone. The employee preview has come and gone by the time that this is posted. But we are now into event coverage. We've talked about it. We've led up to it. It begins. In fact, the next episode you will hear will be you rubbing it in my face. Yep. It will be opening weekend 
It'll be some recordings. I'm going with Joe. Maybe Joe will give us another another thing for the list after this visit. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's like Joe's on both your and my list. Yeah, so. so Joe's going. To, I'm going with Joe that weekend. So we'll see. So <laughs> yes, it's uh the um episodes coming up are going to be a lot different in format. We're going to have a lot of live recordings. We're going to be discussing and playing recordings back and forth. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to bring as much of this event to you as possible. Hopefully meet a lot of, of you. I know I'm already scheduled, in a sense, very loosely penciled in to meet quite a few people I've met online, which I'm really looking forward to doing as well. In fact, starting with opening night. Yeah, that's and and um, you know, hopefully, you know, we're going to have some live live coverage or uh, sorry, live guests in you know from Dave and Melissa yep. and yep. Um, probably uh, Lou as well. Yeah. Yep. So we'll have coverage from all kinds of people and all sorts of points of view. And yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yes. So we have a lot of coverage, a lot of specials, a lot of fun coming up. Can't believe it's here. It's really weird. It's it, it's actually weird to think it's here now as yeah, much as we do because we've <sighs> the show has really put a new unique as, aspect on aspect. <laughs> yeah. And an aspect on it as well. And the, the really cool thing is that, that you and I actually get to experience something completely yep. brand new together <laughs> yeah. this year when we go to L.A. Like, this is just going to be a banner year for, for Halloween Horror Nights for us. Yeah. Can't think of a better year for it. Yep. Yeah, and me neither. So that is that is so much to look forward to. And it begins in our next episode. So I will say at this point, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this short episode. Maybe I'll put in the notes. Here's an episode to listen to while you're waiting to pay for parking. That's about that's about the length this came out to, and that's about how long you have to wait at Halloween Horror Night. So, yep. yeah, thank you for listening to our Waiting to Park special. And we will be back with Halloween Horror Night's 25 coverage starting real soon. So until then, uh, once again, thanks for listening. And all of our points of contact are about to follow in these closing credits right now. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Night's podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening.